0: Welcome to the Misled Millennial Woman Podcast. This is your host, Jillian Baez. This podcast is all about elevating your mind and your life. We will cover topics such as mindset, spirituality, mental health, relationships, how to get to this money, and all the rest of the tea us women need to elevate to our next level. So if you're ready, get yourself comfortable, free your mind, and let's get to it. hey my beautiful souls welcome back to the podcast I hope everyone is having an amazing day on today's episode I have something really really special for you all we have our first guest on the podcast her name is Rika yes girl you are our first guest I didn't want to
1: interrupt the introduction but no way
0: wow Yes, we're so excited to have you, and I'm just so excited for all the information she's going to share with us. We're going to be talking about self-worth, and she is the single ladies uh, life coach, so she's going to be talking all to the single ladies about what you should be doing during your single season and how to um, get some really... Uh, insights into what you should be looking for when you're trying to get into a relationship. So I'm really excited. I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself. So Rika, tell us who you are, how you got started, and all of that good stuff.
1: Well, first of all, what an honor to be uh, a first guest on um, your podcast. So yay, I'm glad that somehow you found me, you seeked me out, and uh, so here we are. But um, yeah, so how I got started, that question is always um, funny for yeah. people. Like, where do you start? Like the day I was born, June 29th, 1983. And it's like, you know, where do you start in, in your life story? So I will just start with how the whole, the single girl's life coach came about. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously that, um, that, I didn't start that at two. Um, You know, in 2017 is when unfortunately I found myself at the end of a two year abusive relationship. Mm. And I was 34 then, I'm now 36. And I remember after he, uh, after we broke up, the funny thing is he broke up with me even though he was the cheater and he broke up with me because he said he couldn't trust me. So interesting. Mm. But anyway, after him breaking up with me, I remember leaving that relationship and literally getting on a flight, I changed my flight because I was down in Atlanta, changed my flight that moment, like he broke up with me, I cried and then changed my flight. Got back to where I live and walked in my house, so I own my house, I live by myself, it's me and my dog. Mm. Literally screaming out loud, what that, can I cuss? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck was that?
0: Wow. For two
1: years, like I could not believe that Rika, yes, I'm gonna talk about myself in a third person here, that comes from a two-parent household, like great childhood, college educated. I went to Howard University and like, I would have never thought that I would have been in that situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Got in that situation and then so the question that I asked myself, (laughs) what the F was that? And it started from there and I started asking myself a lot of questions um, about who I am, who I want to be, who does God say I am? I'm a Christian, Um, Mm -hmm. and who do I want to become and what's next for me, and how do I make sure I'm never in this relationship again? And so that's where it started, really, and there, obviously, I wasn't like, I want to be a life coach, but it was really asking myself questions and what I wanted for my life, and in that discovery, I realized that uh, we don't do that, number one, we don't have conversations with ourselves, Right. We think it's weird or don't even know we can do it or whatever. We think it's some frou-frou, you know, whatever thing. And um, we don't do that. And there's a quote that I have on my wall. I'm a quote order <laughs> I love <laughs> quotes. I, you know, words are very powerful. And it says, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of the questions you ask yourself.
0: Mm.
1: So in the discussions and conversations with yourself, uh, you know, it should be things like, what do you want to be? What's the intention for this? Da, 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 da. And in those questions, you know, and then of course there was shame and embarrassment from being in that relationship, and everybody knew this guy. And I, I'm on—I've been in radio for 15 years, and I talked about him on the radio. He's the one, as we all do, right? Oh my yep. god! I posted him on Instagram, so he's it. Da, 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 da. So I was super embarrassed for so for about two and a half months, three months, I didn't talk about it at all, and my listeners they noticed yeah and you know i didn't even tell my co-host for like three weeks and he was like dude are you okay because sometimes i would leave the studio and like cry now again this is june 2017 uh when this is happening or whatever so it wasn't until about september that i started talking about it and opening it up opening up about it and then i remember booking a trip to go to mexico uh by myself i went on a solo trip to mexico christmas of 2017 and that's when i started really answering the questions again like who am i like you know what do i want to do blah 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 and then those um so i'll I'll fast forward the story but those Mm -hmm. journals and questions of myself i started blogging about Mm -hmm. um which started gaining traction and a lot of girls a lot of my listeners it's so funny because then a shift kind of happened like i've always had i hate the word fans or whatever but you know i've always had fans and my show's number one here and i'm like you know whatever Mm-hmm. Um, but it changed and it shifted the conversation that uh, a lot of the women wanted to have with me because of my blog And it was a lot of thank yous because you said this I was able to this because da, 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 da. and I was like wait a minute I help somebody hey. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: Hold on wait. this is helping me out a little bit over here
1: <laughs> And it was very healing for me. Um, I still haven't Gone to see a psychologist a therapist counselor, whatever you want to call it And i'm an advocate for that and one day I will Um, but that was my therapy, the blogging and writing out my story and remembering and recalling and saying, next time I'll never do this. Next time I'll never allow this. And these are the red flags I passed up and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, so then it started as a blog and then I started getting a lot of relationship questions. You know, how do you become self-aware? And then I was like, I know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've, been there. <laughs> like, right, I've been there. Well, this is what I did, you know, not saying I'm an expert, but I do explain like what I did for me. And if it helps you, I hope it does. So then that just catapulted me into just asking more questions. Like, what can I do with this? How can I help women more? And I felt like God was saying, okay, good job, daughter. For 15 years, I honed your voice and I helped you create a personality and use your voice. Cause that is the gift God gave me is of speaking the gif- yeah. gift of, Um, and uh, now he was like okay now from your story I want you to help other women heal and so yeah so then I just started calling myself the single girls life coach and here we are I got certified in life coaching and doing a lot of studying in psychology now and NLP certification which you know about the Mm -hmm. program that I went through and got that and now I'm like do I want to take it further and actually go get a master's in psychology like I'm really like fascinated about why we do the things we do and why we don't do the things we should do and all of that. So I'm having fun. And it's, it's been a, it's been a fun ride. So that's how I got started.
0: I love it. it. No, that's such a great story. And I think that is so relatable to so many women because we go into these relationships, not having a relationship with ourselves. And we don't realize until after. Right. And then we're like, Whoa, how did I even get here? Because we're unconsciously attracting these kind of men. And so I love that you were saying, you were asking yourself those questions and really developing that, that time with yourself to try to get to know who you are, what you like, what you don't like, because we sometimes don't even know that. So I love that. Now back to today's episode. Yes. So um, where does a woman, like, where do you say... A woman can start in her self worth and like trying to discover who she is, what should be should should be doing, uh, what should she, you know, be looking into, and things of that sort.
1: Yeah, that's I, I love that question, and I just had a young lady who's eighteen, which typically isn't my ideal client. I like to work with women twenty five and older, but she was saying how she's so concerned that other people, men, won't find her attractive or like her, and I said, well, who who cares? Like, why are you so concerned about what this guy that doesn't exist right now thinks of you? And mm-hmm. the reality is not everybody is going to find you attractive. People, there are men that I know, full-blooded red men, red-blooded men, who think Beyonce is ugly. Right. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, okay, who cares? So you have to give yourself permission um, to to have your take your self-worth back. Mm-hmm. I am beautiful, I am a strong woman, I am smart, I can do this, I can, and affirm yourself and stop putting that on the shoulders of society, because the reality is society does not give a shit about you. Right? Should they? Of course, but I operate under the world as it is, not how it should be. So if you're trying to change the world, you are going to um, hit a lot of friction and it's not going to happen. You know, Mm -hmm. that's why Oprah says, I love Oprah, by the way. She's my mom. She just doesn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm my real mom, I love my real mom. She's amazing. But uh, Oprah says a lot to, especially when she speaks at college graduations, you need to pick one um, charity to really focus on and hone in on that. One or two. You cannot, you cannot save hunger. You can't save the homeless people. You can't save the, the kids overseas. You can't you can do it all. You pick one and you focus on that. And if we all focused on one of those, then we could change the world. But even Michael Jackson is like, it's the man in the mirror. Right. So stop putting your self-worth on the shoulders of others. What do you think about you? And so that's, I, I asked her and I'm waiting for her response. Like, for, let's uh, t- take aside, guys, okay? Right. First of all, why do you feel like they're gonna find you ugly? Who told you that? And how do you feel about yourself? So you can start with those questions. Like, how do I feel about myself? Or when was there a time in my life that I was really proud of myself and really journal that out and, and stop bottling up our thoughts in our head, you know what I mean? Like we have to get it out, we have mm-hmm. to talk. Um, and so yeah, so that's what I um, would say to women: if you're looking, how do I become like confident and proud of myself and have self worth and da da da? You got to start with yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, That's where it all begins, right? And I think sometimes we've had, there's some women that have such a hard time being alone and that they find themselves in this pattern of ending one relationship and finding themselves in another and then finding themselves in another unhealthy relationship, right? And so I know that in that episode that I had with my boyfriend, we spoke a little bit about what you should be doing during your single season. I think it's so important and really, like you're saying, right, getting to know yourself, asking yourself those questions, but really just like, like you said, not focusing on what's next, but focusing on yourself and yeah. just exploring yeah. yourself, right? Cause I feel like some sometimes us women don't give ourselves that time and don't realize our worth. Like we really are so worthy and men, if anything, need us more than they we need them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so um, speak a yeah. little bit more about that, like what that looks like.
1: Yeah, so it's also, you know, and I love my parents. I come from a two parent household. They've been married now for 40 years or whatever. I had a wonderful childhood. There's nothing I look back like. Blah, 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 blah. The only thing that I wish my parents would have done is have conversations about how to build that healthy relationship. Mm. Um, and uh, that generation, you know, so I'm a millennial 36. I'm at the top edge of the millennials. Um, we were born first. We had the internet first. In That's <laughs> <laughs> in my 80s babies, yes. Um, so we, but the, the generation before us and especially my grandparents, they wasn't talking about sex. They wasn't talking about relationships. They weren't about nothing. It was like, if anything, it was don't have sex till you're married. Okay, but why? Because mm. you, can't, you can't put it on the basis of just because you're a Christian. Okay, I'm not even at 12 understanding what Christianity means. Like, what does that mean? You know what I mean? So it's like breaking down um, the definitions of what things mean, why we do the things we do and all of that, instead of just, receiving all this programming we're getting as a child. So for me, the programming that I received, and most people would say it is positive, and it was, was I'm surrounded by married people. My parents are still married. My aunt and uncles are still married. Everybody's married. That's to the amazing. Same yeah, exactly. Like I'm, I'm very, I'm a minority in the streets when it comes to like not, not a lot of like dysfunction in the family. Now, third and fourth, okay, yeah. But I'm talking about my immediate aunts and uncles and my mom and dad. Healthy relationships. So all I saw was marriage. So then I'm thrusted out into the world, and I'm thinking, okay, well that's just what people do. You just get married. Okay, cool. So <laughs> where? How you do Where's that? Where's my man? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So how does that happen? You know, and I'm out here like just flapping in the wind, trying to figure it out um, I, because nobody explained it to me. And you just think like, well that's just what people do. But one of the questions that I ask women in my single you online program is why are you dating? Why is it because that's just what you saw and you think that's what people do or do you have a purpose? Are you dating for marriage? Are you dating? Cause you just want to dip it and do it with everybody. Why are you dating in this season of your life? And to have that answer solid before you do get in these streets, because you will get messed up by what is out there and other people's opinions of what dating should be like and everybody's dating situation and marriage is not all going to look the same. The only thing I want for my girls and women in general, but especially the girls that I coach, is to be in a happy and healthy relationship. The type Mm -hmm. of relationship you want. Mm -hmm. Not society says it has to be this way. Society says you have to cook for the man and kiss his feet. Society says you must be married and have kids by 25. Society says whatever. It's, What do you want? Because if you don't know that and you don't know why you're dating or how you're supposed to do it or how you want to do it, once you get to 30, like it happened to me, then you feel like life is passing you by. Mm -hmm. And then you start rushing. I gotta get, I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta get it up. And that's how I got into that verbally abusive relationship. Because I thought, well, I have to, I have to. So
0: That's so good. I love that question as to like, why is it that you want to start dating right now? I feel like, like you said, right? Like if you are looking for marriage, if you are looking to just have a good time, right? You need to be very clear. So you know what to be looking for when you're out there. Um, And I think marriage overall, I feel like it's, you're so lucky to have had those examples in your life, because I feel like there are not a lot of people who have those right. examples of people being married. And I think like, for me, my parents were married, but the relationship was so unhealthy that that's what I grasped. And I that was my perception of relationship was just like an argument over simple things, you know what I'm saying? And so um, I think for those people who aren't seeing those examples, I think it's so important to heal themselves and really yeah. understand that, those unconscious behaviors that we're picking up from our parents that are not healthy, we really need to really, you know, start.
1: and, And then also, it is hard to become what you don't see. So what you need to do is start reading and talking to people who seem to be in a relationship that's healthy. You know, obviously you don't know what's going on behind closed doors, but I encourage people to go to their churches and see if there's like older people. And like, hey, can I take you guys out to coffee and ask you about your relationship and stuff? And then also... I, do you know who Devon Franklin is and Megan Good?
0: hmm Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, to me, that's like the pinnacle of relationships, right? Again, we don't know what's happening behind closed doors, but the structure that they have built. I have read The Weight, I've read um, The Truth About Men, and um, I read his other book, and now I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. But if you want to date a good man, you have to know what that is. Mm. If you've never seen it, you don't what know. What it
0: looks like, what it sounds
1: like, right? Yeah. Taste like, move like, what is, what is life? Look, you know what I mean. Like, what it? So if you're just out here again flapping in the wind, if you've never seen a good man, then you're gonna be like, okay, wait, what? <laughs> if you've never had the apple pie, you don't know what it. If I, so, I've never had the Popeyes chicken sandwich. So Insane. I've never had it. Right? Everybody is freaking out about it. So where I live, there's no Popeyes. The closest one is like three hours away. So I've never had it. So I don't I don't get it. I would if I tried to remake that, I wouldn't even know where to start. What does it taste mm-hmm. like? What does it look like? What does it feel like? What is it? Da-da-da? So you have to, again, if you want to date a good man, start surrounding yourself, talking to, learning about good men. Mm-hmm. You know, and frankly, good relationships. So yeah, it's like you do have
0: to work on yourself, but then you also have to know how to get what you want. Yes, I love that. I love that. So when do you think is it a good time for a woman who's single to start thinking about relationships? And like, when, when do you think she's ready for that? Yeah,
1: so uh, um, <laughs> there's so many layers to that, right? So obviously, I want you to know who you are, uh, and know what you want. So one of the things that i would do you know we said that there's some women get into this dysfunctional relationship then they get into the next and it's like the revolving door of dysfunctional men they have different names but they end up being the same guy right it's like tom dick and harry okay so you have to figure out why you kept getting into those relationships and write down those stories because what happens is our subconscious mind is going to delete the bad have you ever like remember like in three years later if you see some girl named tiffany you're like dang i remember i didn't like tiffany for some reason what was that reason right (laughs) and then you allow tiffany back into your life because you can't remember why you don't like her so you need to write these down so you can remember because our subconscious mind is there to protect us Mm -hmm. so if there's something that's causing us pain it will hide it it will hide it you know that's why sometimes we don't know where our feelings are coming from because we don't talk to ourselves enough but also our subconscious mind is like erase you don't need that erase it's <laughs> so, like survival
0: that's survival mode. Yeah, yeah the
1: survival like i just need you to eat go to the bathroom sleep and go to work you <laughs> get money that's all the <laughs> subconscious mind is doing for you that's it yeah but conscious mind it needs to be more present so you can consciously move throughout this world right so first you got to figure that out so why am i getting into these relationships what is causing this and blah 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 um because it is as much i i know this sounds horrible and Oh, it's not my fault. I got abused or whatever, but it is as much your fault as it is his fault because mm-hmm. you allowed it. Mm-hmm. Once you're grown, the way people treat you is because you allow it. You didn't shut it down. So you got to figure out why you allowed that, you know, and there were a plus or there's going to be a plethora of reasons, maybe even reasons I haven't even figured out yet because first of all time, and also I haven't been to um, a therapist mm-hmm. yet, but one of them was he was so fine this Mm -hmm. was the finest dude that i had ever dated in my life and for me there's levels to insecurity because i thought that i was a strong woman i got this i think i'm cute i never in my life have ever felt unattractive Mm -hmm. you know not to like toot my own horn you know but i I, there was never a moment where i was like oh my god i feel less than right this guy for some reason it blew my mind that he would want to be with me which he didn't have shit else but looks. So I'm mm-hmm. like, what was what, that about? <laughs> you know? So I had to figure that out. I felt bad for him. I'm a nurturer, so I wanted to take care of him. Like
0: I paid for everything. That's a big one the nurturer, yeah.
1: that That, especially if you don't have a kid. So I don't have any kids. I'm 36, no kids, never been married, whatever. So especially if you don't have a kid, I really don't have anybody to take care of. Mm. So I had to give, I, I was just giving it out. Here you go, I'll take care of you and you and you. Let me fix you, right? Yeah. This is what yeah. we gotta do to get better, yup. Yeah, exactly, like, and if he could just do this, then we would have the perfect relationship. But if he could just stop doing that and doing like me trying to change him, as if you can change humans, but again, when you don't know the, the just psychology one-on-one, you cannot change. You don't anything. know, right. Period, period. So that's where i would start um and then also know what you want out of a relationship you know that's second what what do you want so then when you're out in these streets and the guys are presenting themselves to you you could be like nope don't want that nope don't want that and stay firm in that because if you write it down before you're in love and before you're like washed over with this oh my god you know we get that like seven-year-old girl Thing when a guy likes us and we like him and then we just forget all of our standards, right? We yeah. do that. We have to write it down so we remember, make your list, make your list. Um, and so I have a list of what I will accept and won't accept and, 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 and stuff like that. So that, and then listen, everybody's definition of dating. So for me, my definition is not, so I'm not dating right now. I have dedicated two years of my life to me um, and I'm on year one and then so it's right now it's November 2019 come uh, January 1 2020 that's my year and I'm like I'm going one more year I have completed so much in a year without yeah. Focusing on my food. yeah like I'm so proud of myself and before that it was a year then I had a little bump whatever but um, so that's why I'm like I'm going two years and that's that it. makes sense. you have the right to change your mind what if I get to June of 2020 and God presents me a guy then yeah. I have, you know I, I'm gonna succumb and, and, and give uh, my life to God's will. I'm no longer forcing anything. So if, if, if God presents himself to me, then you know whatever. You have the right to change your mind. But my definition of dating is not dipping it and doing it and busting it wide open for every dude I match with on Tinder. Mm. That's not my definition. Um, so if you are going to be dating, um, the definition for me is just data collection. Yes, date. 10 dudes at once if you want well, you know
0: to. what you like and what you don't I mean, like <laughs> you
1: know what i mean you got you you gotta so you know how like people have like like uh cook-offs right so yeah. like you know jillian is gonna bring her mac and cheese and so is rika and so is tiffany and so is whatever and we're gonna taste it and see who's the best you <laughs> know but you gotta do that you gotta mm. do that just take this remove the sex from it and data collect hey mm. so okay well okay so i like jillian's because she had three cheeses and i like that, and that data collect that's what dating should be instead of feeling like because i feel like a lot of girls feel like well that just comes with dating having sex because i'm not going to meet a guy who will wait that's a lie Don't. that's a
0: lie him. you need to not be talking to that guy then yeah
1: so and if he doesn't want to wait for you then he just helped you out like right. no. um that's so, like so you don't get it just free will to my body because you took me to the movies like no (laughs) you need to have that type of attitude when you're dating like i don't owe you anything i don't owe you anything but 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 to be kind so in the kindness let's you just get to know each other and i always say my next relationship will come after come after a true friendship like Mm -hmm. not even holding hands like this dude is gonna have to be like Two years in of like, yo, Rika's been so cool. We've been cool for like two years. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I want to build a a real true friendship before that. Like I'm 36, bro. I ain't got time to just be wasting time with people anymore. So Mm -hmm. um, so that would be my thing. You got to figure out why you were in dysfunctional relationships, figure out why you want to date. And then when you're dating, just data collecting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause you know, girls like we're, we're not wired. Now listen not everybody I know some people will disagree well I can do it I can't I'm not the girl who can sleep with four dudes and not be attached to all four of them right sex with a man does something to me that I do not like Mm -hmm. um especially when it doesn't go my way and so I've been celibate for over a year now like I'm chilling
0: Mm -hmm. chilling.
1: (laughs) and it has been the most peaceful year of my life so um yeah. And look
0: how much you've accomplished. I mean, I to know. be, you know what I'm saying. And yeah. I know yeah. I was like um, doing some Google's and stuff. Was it during that year that you got debt free?
1: Yeah. So I got debt free this year. Wow. During-
0: yeah. You yeah. see, like it's yeah. so crazy because we really don't notice how much attention and time we're putting into relationships that we could be focusing on other things and just living our best life and doing whatever it is that we want to do, girl. Exactly.
1: And so, and that's what I help women do in my single you online program is design your life because I ask girls a lot like you know girls will ask me questions or whatever like I don't know about this guy and I say okay so let's just remove the guy okay what do you want to do with your life in the next year I've had girls be like oh I want to go back to school I want to get out of debt I want to travel Europe I want to do this I want to do that and then I say okay well what are you doing today that's going to get you there Mm -hmm. and they're always like oh well nothing Okay,
0: listen. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't really yeah. gonna work.
1: <laughs> yeah, so now we have work to do because that's what you need to be focusing on. Not if Jerry likes me, Tommy, or he didn't text me for three days. Should I talk to him? Blah, blah, blah. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Work, let's work on you. Because even if, let's say you do get the guy, but you had all these dreams in your head and things that you wanted to do. You get the guy, then you, maybe you get married or whatever. You start having kids. You're going to be miserable because mm-hmm. you never followed your dream. Right. Never followed that, and that is going to eat you inside. There is more purpose in life than to get married and have kids. That is not the purpose of life, actually. It's no, not. <laughs> it's not. You know what I mean? That's like the sprinkles, right? Like, if we're the ice cream. And I, I don't know anybody who's ever passed up eating ice cream because it didn't have sprinkles on it. Right? Like, oh, that ain't got the sprinkles. Sorry, I don't want none. Please, everybody likes ice cream, right? right. So I always tell women: picture you as the ice cream. The guy is the sprinkle. So let's focus on you. If you want to go back to school, what you got to do today to get there? Yeah. If you don't want to pay for it, we got to start looking for scholarships then. So what are we doing? We waste mm. so much time on things that don't even matter. That don't Netflix.
0: matter. Yeah. 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 I love that. And it's, I wanted to go back real quick when you were talking a little bit about, um, kind of like your age and things like that. I feel like sometimes we get so much pressure on what other people are doing in society and at what age we should be married and having kids. Right. And so what is your advice on kind of dealing with those expectations and all of that pressure we get, um, sometimes even from social media, believe it or not. Oh Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. So let's see, where do I start?
1: (sighs) So again, thirty-six, when I hit thirty and moved to where I live now, it's a smaller community and I'm from Seattle. I've lived in New York. I went to Howard University. So I lived in DC for four years, obviously, lived in Indianapolis, a bigger city for five years working, da da da. And then I moved here, which is a very smaller it's three hours outside of Seattle. Mm-hmm. And um, got here and it blew my mind. Everybody here is married with kids and da. da, 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 da. Wow. So my kicking it factor doesn't really happen here. Like I leave a lot to go kick it with my friends and other cities and stuff like that. I have to travel because I'll go crazy, but it did make me feel very naive, gave me a negative t- connotation of myself. Cause I was like, wait a minute, am I missing out on something where I never felt that being in a bigger city? I never felt that. So I, I had to deal with that in myself and stuff like that. And so again, that, that goes with the self-care and self-worth and now I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know a lot of women feel like, I'm missing out. Life is passing me up because everybody else is getting the boyfriends or the kids. Or even if you do have kids, everybody else is getting married and you're like, uh, but I, I'm here. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So we're on this like, like on the on ramp, but our car broke down and everybody else is getting on the ramp, getting married, having the kids, and then we're just sitting there like trying to hitchhike like so nobody's gonna get me. so I to- I totally know that feeling and i can't say that oh it has gone away completely from me but the busier i got the less i thought about it because i'm focused on me and now i can say yeah well guess who paid off $22,000 in debt in 10 months yeah. and guess who started a business and guess who got a certification in life coaching and guess da, da, da. like i'm doing the most now with my life that that is no longer so what you focus on magnifies right mm. so it magnifies um and so and then I realized like I actually don't even really care if I ever get the husband and kids. I really don't. And I, I, I re- went back to like being little Rika and remembering like my Barbies never even really got married. Again, I just like you know, I play with Barbies and we was going to work or playing with the my little easy bake oven or mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to perform for everybody. So I'd be like, okay, I gotta perform as everybody sit down. Da 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 da. So I wanted to get back to that girl. And again, if God presents a man for me, I will accept. I accept all of God's blessings. But this right now is what I'm focused on. And that is me. And it is magnified to the 10th degree. And I freaking love my life. And so, um, yeah. So like I said, I can't, with the girls in my coaching program, I'm never like, I can make loneliness go away. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's just a human feeling. Like, that's just a human feeling, right? So I can't do that for you. But we can lessen it by highlighting you and what you want to do in your life.
0: Yeah, that's great advice. Because like you said, when you're focused on you, you're not worrying about, you know, getting into a relationship and all of that. So so that's so important. What do you think are some um kind of like red flags or women should be looking out for before settling with a man because I think sometimes we get those red flags but we ignore them
1: (laughs) oh girl listen and I could tell you I did (laughs) right from me so again that's why you have to write it down Um, so this would come from what it is you want out of a guy So again, I have my list. I help girls, you know, curate their list and cultivate that and stuff. Um, But one of the most important things I would say and that I learned is that the truest statement in life is you reap what you sow. Mm -hmm. So this guy that is now presenting himself in front of your face, what does his life around him look like? So what is he sowing? Does he have seven baby mamas? He's $50,000 a day. He really... He ain't got no job. He's managing at McDonald's. Listen, no dig on anybody who manages at McDonald's. Right. Shout out to you. (laughs) No dig on anybody who has seven baby mamas. But I don't want that in my life. And that seems like drama. And it seems like you've been cultivating and and sowing a lot of seeds that I want nothing to do with. Mm. So, no thanks. You know, um, uh, Ayamla Van Zant says this a lot, and I love her. Do you know who that is? No. She's one of, oh, oh, you would love her, girl. She's a relationship coach, too. But she had a TV show on OWN. Ayanna fix my life. Google that I like, once yeah, once you get off, and if I remember to send you her name, go on YouTube and type Ayanna fix my life. Such mm-hmm. a good show. But she says a lot. You don't get to tell people how to love you. They'll show you, and then you get to decide. you get to decide if you want any parts of that. Mm-hmm. So, because again, it goes back to, as we were saying, we can't change anybody. Mm-hmm. I can't change your circumstance. I can't change your personality. I can't change what you want out of life. Like, I can't help you with that. I can add to your life, but are you going to pull me down? Which has happened to me. You know what I mean? I was always having to like reach back and look down the ladder to pull my guys up. You know what I mean? And so I now focus more on what has he got going on around him? Mm. Not not what is he, because guys will say whatever it is we want to hear, because the goal of most guys is I'm just trying to have sex with her. So what do I got to say? Do I got to send the good morning text? Do I got to tell her she's pretty? Hey, big head. We Like their accents and the way, like a man is beautiful. Listen, yes, a man is beautiful, but we got to stop being blinded, get our heads out of the sand and see what he's really about.
0: Mm -hmm. And you can
1: see what he's reaping, um, you know, what he's sowing by what he's reaping. So again, what does that life look like around him? So I would say that, that you'll get your red flags from there. And also seeing if he matches up with your list of what you want in a guy.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, what, what they're doing with their life and what all of that will tell you exactly what it is that you want to know. Right. And so it's important to look at that and not, you know, ignore it or try to fix. I don't think that's our job. And I think, us as women, because we're such nurturers, you know, and things like that, we really wanna fix people. And I've found myself in past relationships doing that as well, and it's so draining. And it's so unhealthy because you're not even able to advance yourself because you're trying to catch the person behind, you know what I'm saying? And bring him along with you, so. It's that bad word that girls, and this is like, literally module one
1: for my video course, you know, with my girls is, we go over the word potential. That is a bad word. People potential is a self fulfilling prophecy. So if you don't like who he is right now, we not dating him. No. Period. <laughs> Period. No. If he comes back two years later and he presents a new guy, then maybe we can. You know, okay. So you went and worked on yourself. Cool. I ain't got time to help you fix your baggage. Mm-hmm. You not get to unpack your shit on other people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't get to do that. Mm-hmm. So. You go fix that on your own. And if I'm still here when you come back, we'll see. But potential is a dirty word. Let's erase that from our mind. We don't get to say, oh, girl, yeah, one day he going to be this. Or if he would stop being angry all the time, he would be a good boyfriend. If he would just stop cussing me out all the time, he would be a good boyfriend. Oh, my God, he has so much potential because he's so smart. Okay, well, is he applying that? Mm. where is he how is he applying that smart minute that smartness the width whatever so mm -mm, i don't have time i don't have time
0: i love that so do you ever think there's too much like a woman sometimes setting high expectations that are not realistic do you think that's a thing or kind of what's your perspective on that
1: yeah uh, so i will never tell a woman that her standards are too high I think just the universe will let her know. Like, listen, anything that is realistic is not too high. So my, the thing that I always say now, especially since I've experienced it, is I will not date a man with kids. So you know what everybody tells me, right? <laughs> you ain't gonna find him. You're that never gonna girl. find him. <laughs> hey, good luck. You're 36. So you mean to tell me I'm the only 36-year-old walking around here with no kids? It's It's just that there's a billion people on this planet. You met every single one. No, the problem is we can only see and speak about what we've experienced and what's going on around our circle of friends, especially if you've never seen other. So, because I've traveled pretty much everywhere in America and out, I know that there are people that exist that are just like me. So, what I ask for and what my list exists, uh, what I want in a man is what I am. So Mm -hmm. what I am, what I present in this life, that is what I'm asking for or higher. But I got to at least, if you're making your list, you got to at least meet him. So if you're like, yeah, I want a guy who's out of debt and da, 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 but you got $100,000 of debt. I'm sorry.
0: What? Right. That's not going to work
1: out. Like, how dare you? How dare you? You know what I mean? Maybe you will, but then you're not the good person today. Then I would tell him not to date you because, listen. I'm not on the side of women either.
0: Because it could go other, the other way. Yeah, but women,
1: women could yeah. be assholes, dogs, lazy, um, using men too. Yes. So it's not, you know, I just coach women because I am a woman and I just, I, you know, guys can go find their own people to help them. But I'm, I, I let girls know 100%. Like, I'm sorry. You have sorry, to be
0: on point too,
1: yeah. 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 And that's why I help you design your life so you are on point once you present yourself to this person that's supposed to be your husband, especially if you're on a Christian plane with me, like God's not playing out with you. So mm-hmm. you, so you want that and you ain't even working towards it. Right. Like, you know. <laughs> so I just, I just feel like people have to be realistic in what you are asking for or the universe will tell you, no, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like and, and things that are unrealistic and I don't know. It's like, I think most people are asking for realistic things if you're like oh he has to be a billionaire okay there's only 10 so what are we you know what i mean like, right. <laughs> you know, like these are people who are married so i don't know what you're talking you know so no so like i said i would probably never tell a woman that because i hate it when people told me you're not going to find a guy without a kid so i just dated any old guy who came like kids or not now I'm firm on that. So I wouldn't personally say that, especially with the life coaching thing. I'm just here to ask you questions, help you design your life with, without judgment. Mm. Now, if you want to hurt somebody and all that, that's different, but just on a, just on a, like, well, that's what she wants. It's cool. I wouldn't, I don't want that, but it's cool.
0: Right. Yeah. To each its own. Right. And, and like you said, being, I think what's so important in that is really making sure that the woman's working towards what she wants and being on that same level as yeah. the man because we can't yeah. expect something and we're not even doing yeah. <laughs> reciprocating.
1: Yeah. yeah and also that helps you with your self-esteem so like for me when I was in debt and like trying to live my best life and traveling all the time but putting it on credit cards and then I had a guy take ten thousand dollars from me, it it hurt my self-esteem so I dated lower because I thought well I don't deserve higher so I'll just date at this level once you pull yourself up you ain't taking bullshit Mm-hmm. So you gotta pull yourself up first. So now it's like, please, I wish a dude would even ask me for five dollars. Why? <laughs> <laughs> for what? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like the guys that I will be allowing to date me—that <laughs> sounds so bad—but the guys that I will date now will be in that realm of where I am now. So it's like I'm not even looking down there no more. Like, oh yeah, he got thirty in debt, so but he cute, so it's cool. Or he got like no. Mm-hmm.
0: No, don't want that baggage over here.
1: I I don't even see you
0: anymore. (laughs) Like, what new phone? Who this? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yes, stepping into who you really are, your higher self, your you know all of that. You know that you're deserving of receiving and looking into marriage. Yeah, Yeah. because sometimes (laughs) we get into these relationships, right? And we we kind of ignore all those things and these guys don't want marriage they don't want kids right and so then you're wasting your time and trying to want that yeah yeah Yeah. i had a girl
1: say that she was dating a dude and he didn't really know about marriage so she let him move in with her so he could see that marriage would be okay that's it uh no (laughs) You did what now? What? So, you he doesn't want marriage, so you wasted your time to move him in so he can see. D- people who want marriage don't have to see that marriage is okay,
0: no. they would want it
1: <laughs> right. Let him go figure that out on his own, and you go start dating. And if he comes back in two years and he's like, I figured it out, I really do, cool. But right now, with who he is now, we got to deal with the now, yeah. not who I think he can be again. Who is he today? Okay, mm-hmm. if that's not what you want, bye
0: yeah (laughs) seriously so going back a little bit to the unhealthy um aspect of relationships so what advice do you give women who are kind of still they've had a relationship in the past that clearly wasn't healthy for them and they've left it but they find themselves wanting to go back or just feeling having those strong feelings for them and just feeling like well you know maybe it'll work out this time like what advice do you have for that sometimes we do get stuck on those right oh so you're
1: saying like to go back to their ex? Yes. Listen, he's an ex for a reason. And stop stop letting them people be like, well, I went back to my ex and now we're, you know, now it's healthy. To-. That's rare. Men lie, women lie, but numbers don't. Nor mm-hmm. do you know their relationship. Is that even the type of relationship you want? Mm-hmm. So I will tell you this. I went back, again, no judgment. The ex that took $10,000 from me was mm-hmm. my first love in college and he came back and 10 years later, and presented this wonderful life for me, and like it was you all along, and lied through his teeth. Um, and the, the red flag that I passed up was all of the debt that he was in. Mm. All of this debt. And I had a little bit of debt, like I said, so I felt like, well, I can't really judge him on that or whatever. And guess what? That, that dude ended up getting, uh, extorting $10,000 from me. Now I'll give him his credit. He's been paying me $300 every two weeks for the past 10 months. So wow. he's paying back. Yeah. But, um, so don't do it now, unless he, listen, I always, I always give people this example. Let's, let's, let's look with Cardi B and Offset's relationship from what we know. Offset cheated on her 85 times. Okay. Yeah. She keeps taking him back, keeps taking him back, keeps taking him back. Jay-Z and Beyonce, we found out Jay-Z cheated on her once. Jay-Z went and got counseling, begged for this woman back. He went to good. work. Yeah, he went to work on himself, okay? Offset, again, I don't know these people personally, just from what they're presenting, are you also getting that Offset ain't doing shit to work on himself. He just wanted Cardi back and wants to be able to do cake and eat it too, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, if he, so y'all broke up for a reason. So again, if you you did what I said earlier, you wrote down the reasons why you guys broke up, the red flags, you remember what happened, okay? Because that's sometimes why we go back again, because we don't even, we're like, I remember it was kind of rocky now what was saying and we just be forgetting like oh no he's a piece of shit <laughs> so, so if you remember like all the things that he did to you da, 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 you probably won't even want to go back but anyway if you didn't write it down you're kind of like well he's saying oh, he's sending me the good morning test da, da, da. what does his life look like right now then how much time has passed has it been three months he's not changed nope not enough time not not enough time you can date him if you do it under the umbrella of what i said data collecting but do not bust it wide open we're not giving up the jjs around here nope Mm -hmm. don't do that you can get to if he's presenting himself i've changed okay well let me see and then you start watching him again the truest thing in life is you reap what you sow right so Mm -hmm. what does his life look like has it changed did he cut off that girl did he move out of his boys houses he no longer have a roommate did he get a better job is he done What is he doing that is different? Because if it's nothing, he is not different. Yeah. Yeah, only, change only comes with action, period. Mm -hmm. Period. So if he is not doing different actions,
0: what are we doing? And putting in the effort to make a change, you know, become a better person. I think that is so big. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and you're not married to him. Listen, that's why I don't counsel, I won't coach married women.
0: Yeah. because
1: that's a whole different and you made a promise to god that's a whole different thing and that's 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 a different level new level new devil but just in this dating world you don't have to wait for anybody to change mm-hmm. oh no, you don't you didn't make a vow to anybody nobody gave you a ring right going. so bye <laughs> well, that's what I say. and then i actually do have a video um uh on my website and i can send to anybody if they dm me or whatever five tips on how to get over him just restructuring your mind. Cause let's get a little bit nerdy. As you know, an NLP has taught us just the basis of psychology a little bit, but mm-hmm. our brains are full of neurons. There's like electricity in our brain
0: mm-hmm. and
1: the way you, um, you have to start changing those neurons. Um, so you can stop thinking about that guy or whatever and, and getting over him. And so I have tips on how to do that, but literally there's like lanes in, they're like, um uh you know did you used to play with like legos or the railroad tracks and then you can change them and stuff that's what our brains are it's like highways and then we could literally pick it up and go change it if we want to but we have to put practice in that so again change only comes in action so there are some actions and stuff that the tips that i give you that you'll have to do in order to literally fire off a new neuron stop that neuron in the bud fire off a new one and then eventually because that's what our subconscious mind does. And we can do it consciously. But eventually it'll just start erasing those thoughts. Like, oh, you don't want me to think. It's like your brain will go, oh, my bad. So you want me to stop thinking about him? Cool. All right, cool. New I got
0: programming you. in here.
1: Control-all-delete. We can do that with our brains. Yeah. Our brains are literally, they're like computers. Like they are, you know. But of course, again, nobody tells us that. We don't learn that. We should have psychology one-on-one at the age of two. We should learn how to school.
0: Absolutely. We
1: don't know how our minds,
0: bodies, food we put
1: in it, exercise. We have no idea about any of that. And it's and they're so teaching
0: hard. us things we forget, right? Like algebra, yeah. geometry. Like, I'm not going to use that. Teach me the stuff I need to survive out here. <laughs> in these streams how I can dodge these F-boys. Right. I need all that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i love it yeah 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 yeah. and that's some of the stuff that i I give the women in my single you online coaching program is like we talk about that stuff and you know i'm all about creating your own manual so again going back to oh life has to be like everybody else you got to get married the the 2.5 kids the white picket fence no you don't if you never want that you're fine if you don't get that if it looks different than somebody else you're fine. Like just creating our own manual because nobody gave us one at birth. It's not like the day Jillian was born, they were like, and here's how to be a human. Right. But, <laughs> look, I wish, right? I like, wish. because yeah, we have manuals on our like car, on our dishwasher, on other things, but we don't have a manual on us. It's so weird, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. Or parenting or anything, right? Like you just have to figure it out as you go. <laughs> Yeah,
1: good luck you know but luckily there are books out there but we just have to seek it yes. and so that's what I've been doing and again my year my season of singleness is doing a lot of data collecting of the world and watching the world and reading and deciding what it is I want my life to look like yes. you gotta decide that man because society will decide it for you
0: Yes, absolutely. Put in that work. Decide to create something different for yourself and for your family and your future generations and change something for yourself and not just fall into this society because it really is a cycle. Yeah. Unconscious. Yeah.
1: And if you need me to give you that permission, I'm giving you permission to design your own life, girlfriend.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, it has been such an amazing, amazing time. Tell the people where they could find you a little bit about your coaching and all of that. Yeah,
1: I'm so excited. You know, anytime you do an interview, it's like, I hope I make sense. So I hope I made sense. <laughs> um, uh, it was and, great. Uh, yeah. So on Instagram, I'm just me rika, and that's R E K A. Um, and also, that's my website as well just me On my Instagram and my website, you can find out all about the single you online coaching program that I have. It's a monthly subscription. And um, so, yeah, if you want to uh, start designing your life and, you know, I know we gave you a lot of tips on this podcast, but if you want step-by-step instructions, I got you. If you join the program and I'm here, listen, all of my pages are not, they're not private. So I'm open. My DMs open. I like to always say, consider me your home girl in your head. Um, And I, you know, I'm on a mission to be a light for single women to show girls that there is another way of life and you can still be happy. Be whole living your best life even if it does not include a man uh, you know when I was 15 I never saw a 30 year old woman by herself doing mm. doing it just li- you know what I mean so it's like I want to be that for a 12 year old who's watching me right now like oh like Tracy Ellis Ross is that for me now I, I love, love her <laughs> exactly that's what I'm saying I love but that girl's in her 50s chilling living
0: no, man, her best life
1: <laughs> living her best life I want that you know what I mean so like I want to be that for A 12 year old girl now so as she grows up she can see again not discounting that a man won't ever come if that is God's will for my life I accept it but I believe the season that I'm in right now is to definitely be that light for the single girl so
0: so amazing i love the work you're doing i love that you know we're working on nlp together and all of that stuff i think it's such important work and i hope um my ladies on the podcast go check her out and all that she has to share on her social media accounts but thank you so much yeah no problem (laughs) and when i
1: start my podcast i'll have to have you on because i I love you and your boyfriend's relationship from what i see from the outside your podcast with him was amazing if you did not hear that from jillian and her boyfriend go back and listen to that because that was. I'm so proud of you. Like, I don't even know you, but I feel like you're my little sister. I'm like, oh, <laughs> got to look like? I guess it could be. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so I'm proud of you as well. And good for you for working on yourself, you
0: know? Thank you.
1: Yeah, I, lo- I love to see that. I love, go woman, go. You go, girl.
0: Yes, so. yes, yes. Woo! <laughs> All right, I hope everyone enjoyed today's episode and I will catch you guys on the next one. Have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, leave me a review. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast. To all my beautiful, beautiful souls, I love you all so, so much. And remember, keep striving, keep grinding, keep doing you, boo, because we're going to make it to our next level. It's just a matter of time. I love you guys so, so much, and I will catch you on the next episode.